Hayyim Yoim Chav Dalid Adar Rishon, the 24th day of the first Adar. Says the Rebbe. Admar Ha'im Tzai Anna L'Reb Hillel Paracher Al Sheilosai. The second Lubavitcher Rebbe, called the Mittal Rebbe, which means the middle Rebbe, the Mittal Rebbe, Rabbi Doiv Ber, was born in 1774, I believe. Or it would have been the end of 1773, actually. Tess um, A year after the passing of his father, the Alter Rebbe's Rebbe, Rabbi Doiv Ber, the Magad of Mezrich. So what do you think they named him? His father named him. It was also his first son. They were, for many years, they were trying to have a child, a son. They had a daughter, Freda. But the Alter Rebbe was worried about whether he would be able to have another child. Anyways, so the Middle Rebbe is born. His name is Rabbi Doivber. He's born in the year, the end of 1773. And he passed away, I believe, in 1827. In any event, he became the Rebbe after the Middle after the Rebbe... Um, after the Alter Rebbe passed away in 1812. So he was Rebbe for... He's, well, a Rebbe is forever and ever. Um, but he was alive until 1827. So in terms of years, it's actually the shortest amount of years of, of actively, uh, physically being Rebbe. Um, the Rebbe Maharaj is almost, but the, the Mitla Rebbe is the shortest. In any event, so the Mitla Rebbe, one of his first chassidim came to him. He opened up shop in Lubavitch. He's the, he's the Rebbe who opened up shop officially in the Bavitch. The Alter Rebbe passed away in the middle of the U, in Ukraine, um, in, uh, in Piena, and they moved his body to Hadich. He was on the run from Napoleon. They needed to reestablish a, the center of Chabad, and the Mitla Rebbe established it in Lubavitch, who was one of the first people to rock up. A person by the name of Rebhil Padacher. Rebhil he had for years wanted to go to the father of the Mitla Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, and it never worked out. He once heard his voice. It's a whole long story. But even after that, he was planning to go visit him in Liadi. And it never worked out. He was, always, he, was, he was a little bit weak. So he was always pushing it off, pushing it off, and, it, and he missed it. So he wasn't going to miss it this time. So he was one of the first people to show up in Lubavitch, and he was there for a few months. And the Pilipadach is considered, in the Chabad circles, one of the greatest chassidim of all, of, of the history of Chabad. Um, he's a half a Rebbe. He's like a tzaddik. Right, and there's a lot of uh, he wrote. We have Svarim of Chassidus from him, Reb Hillel, Reb Hillel, like Rabbi Hillel of Parich. So in Yiddish we say Paricher, Reb Hillel Paricher. So Reb Hillel Paricher, after being there for a few months, in the middle of the Rebbe would say Chassidus for hours upon hours upon hours. You can see his books are endless. A mimer, which the Alter Rebbe said in one page by him, it's maybe. Right? Shmo, we learned the Alter Rebbe's Maimer. It's two, three pages. That same Maimer by the Mitla Rebbe will be about 250 pages. He just doesn't stop. And it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So he told the Chassidim who came to him that when you go back home, you made a Takana, whatever you want to call it, that they should stop by every city that they go through, spend a day or two there, and say over Chassidim in the Shul. This was, this was, this was his thing. So Jephil Paracher went into the, Alter Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe and he told him that the people I go through around my town are very simple people. They're not so smart. What you speak is super intelligent stuff. Right? It's very, very profound, mystical ideas. He says, what, am I, should I, what should I do? They're not going to understand what I'm teaching. So hear what he says, and this is a very famous line in Chabad circles, and now it should be in all Jewish circles. When someone, people don't understand, you say the neshama heard, the soul hears. Right? The line comes from today's Hayyem Yem. So here's the story. He asked... 
he responded to his question. Whether he should also say over Hasidus in the townships where the people over there do not have any musik, any understanding whatsoever in Hasidus. And he told them the following The words of Hasidus the Neshama hears. The Neshama hears. Sometimes you speak to the subconscious of the person, You're not, you don't always speak to the conscious of the person. To the, the, the conscious mind of the person. And furthermore, there's the part of the, the soul which doesn't even enter the body, which encompasses the body. In other words, when you meet a Jew, don't limit the Jew to what you see of them. You have to see them in their primordial state, the way they are. Their soul is in unbelievable, right? I, I, I think I saw a mimer, I think it was the talk of the Mitla Rebbe. He said a soul. He said it says in the Gemara that an angel is a third of the consciousness of the world. That's how. That's how, right? In terms of spirituality, the the spiritual spiritual energy, an angel and a soul is infinitely times much greater than a, than a, than a, than an angel. So when you meet a Jew, you have to realize you're meeting, you're talking to a neshama, which is a whole, which is literally an oylemale. It's an entire world. So he said he told him, "Heard the neshama. The neshama hears." And it says in the Pasuk, in the book of Song of Songs, V'noizlin min levonin. A Song of Songs is a book of uh, talking about the relationship between God and the Jewish people. It's like a man and a woman talking back and forth to each other. Very fascinating thing to study. Sometimes it could even seem a little, uh, little bit on the edge. But it's, it's, this is a true love between God and the Jewish people. And it talks about, over there, in the end of the fourth chapter, how the field of the Jewish people is like a pomegranate orchard with sweet fruit, henna, and so on and so forth, and saffron, and cinnamon, and frankincense trees, and myrrh, and aloes, and so on. And then concludes the chapter, A garden fountain, a well of living waters. In other words, what waters all these beautiful fields? What does it? Something to do with the Jewish people. Rashi actually says, "Al shem tvilois It is the mikveh waters that Jewish women go to. The secret of Jewish revival. What waters these fields of the Jewish people and makes the Jewish people blossom is one thing only. It's the waters of the mikveh that women go to. And then the pasuk continues, min And these waters, these streams, they flow streams from Lebanon. Rashi, I don't know if Rashi says over here, from a place of cleanliness without any murkiness of mud, this, 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 this water. Either because Lebanon has that kind of water or because Levon in here comes from the word white, maybe. But in any event, that's what Rashi says. But Chassidus, Taiches, Chassidus says that the soul, the energy of the Jewish soul comes from Levonin. The water flows from Levon. What does that mean? He said the following. Levonin stands for two words. Lev and Nun. Levonin is Lamed Beis and Nun. In the book of Yitzira, it says there are 32 paths of Chachma. That's why we have 32 strings of the tzitzis. That's Chachma. And then we know the Talmud teaches us there are 50 gates of Bina, of understanding. So that's Lev is 32 and Nun is 50. Works out perfectly. Chachma and Bina are the soul. The subconscious, the, pre, the, the state of the soul in its existence. And as the neshama heard, and the, what's the verse saying? That when the soul hears, is noisel the noitif in their hearts and neshamas mechaitim guf. It flows down, it, it is downstream, it flows from the, from the soul and all of its might into the, 
emanation from the soul which encloses itself in the body, which gives which energizes the body. And it becomes a strengthening in the doing positive doing the positive commandments of the two hundred and forty eight positive commandments. Perhaps the reason why he's mentioning Ramach is because it, it corresponds to the two hundred and forty eight limbs of the body. So the way it comes down into the body and into the negative commands of the 365 negative commandments, which of course is uh, correspond to the 365 sinews um, in the body. So the, uh, the lesson is clear. Never judge a book by its cover. And you should know that and our own soul hears it. And this is how we are going to inspire ourselves and inspire the world around us and ultimately make this world a better place and bring Mashiach. Everybody have a wonderful day.